Jesus said, and he distinctly gave us the commandment, as you remember, when you feed somebody, give them drink. You're feeding me and giving me drink. This is the Overdrive Radio Podcast. I'm Todd Dills, and who you heard up top was trucker Nancy Hudson talking a bit about her faith and how it's led her interactions with people out on the road. It's not uncommon for her to fellowship with those in need that she encounters. In part for her message of faith and perseverance, she was nominated and ultimately became finalist for the Expedite of the Year Award. A couple of weeks back, you may remember we heard from that awards winner, cargo van owner-operator Tim Paxton. But I talked with Hudson and fellow finalist owner-operator and fleet owner Eric Escobar at the show, too. First, Nancy Hudson has been contracted with AD Transportation, operating company equipment three years as of the 23rd of this month, August. Unlike many in expediting, as you'll see, she drives a tractor trailer. She says she gets home to Richmond, Michigan enough to make sure the grass is cut every couple of weeks and to take care of her home there. But like many in the business of hauling, after a couple, three, five days, she's ready to move. She lauds her dispatcher at the company who says, who she says is, is like my little brother and a man with a big heart, not like so many other dispatchers, she says. She came to the company after hauling as an owner-operator for several years. I just heard about him. I had a guy that came up to me at a petrol and he was talking to me about him and I went and I applied and put my record and actually I got in right away. So I don't generally have a problem going anywhere. I can go anywhere and do anything. Sure. I've got that kind of a record behind me, so, which I think just speaks for itself. They've been a very good company. Um, they try hard, so. They, are they all expedited type stuff or what? Uh, they do expedited and non-expedited both. Okay. So I mean, sometimes you know, expedited are pretty much hot loads. Yeah. And you know, GM, Ford, Chrysler, stuff a lot like of that. Auto. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And you are driving a tractor trailer? Yes, I yeah. drive a 680 Kenworth that I love very much. Cool. Um, I use it's my show truck also. Okay. You so actually do take it, take it shows for? I win with it. It's won every show I put it in. Cool. Wow. <laughs> Two three weeks ago, I won. It was the um, Dundee show. And then I won the um, Wit, Wit Award in um, St. Agnes, which I was supposed to have gone to. The year before that, okay. I had a duck go through my windshield, so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put it in last year. I live in Richmond, Michigan. Okay. Yeah, at these truck shows, you just put all the detail work in, and um, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have to sand down, which I didn't do. I have to sand down the rear ends, which I usually do, repaint everything underneath. Right. And, uh, which I didn't quite do this year. I put a trailer on top of it and hit it. <laughs> 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 and um, it's just a lot of, you know, I use a certain spray wax. It's not a wax, and it's just like a, a final finish. That you put on the paint and then you rub it off real easy. Sure. Your wheels, you do them. Yep. How long have you been doing the uh, shows? Since 2009. Okay. And trucking for you goes back farther and than it's that. Not though, every it? year. Yeah, 2004. Okay. 
How did you get into it? I've always loved trucks, and when I've traveled from, I used to live in South Carolina, yeah. and I used to run with them, so I just naturally, when my pickup truck learned, right. the, the body language of a rig taught me how to drive okay. trucking, and I've always loved them, so I ended up going into them. Yeah. It was a large calling. What were you doing before? See, uh, PCT, patient care tech. Oh, okay, right, nursing. Work in the operating room, yeah. oncology. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Greenville Memorial Hospital system I used to work for. When you, you know, made the decision to to come out and truck, and how did it happen? I think it was just basically the Lord opened everything up to me, and I just kind of went for it, not knowing what I was going into or what was going to happen. Okay. It was complete blinding, and I just started and went life to school, got in and started doing it. Sure. And uh, one, I, I graduated top of my class. Is that in Greenville? Did you go to school? No, there? I was in Michigan. You were in Michigan, yeah. Okay. At the time, it was Marine City, okay. Michigan. There, so. I know you've owned your trucks, some of your trucks in the past. Um, were you an owner operator to start, or? Yeah, I was running for one guy as an owner operator, and then okay. I bought my own. Hudson owned two different Freightliner Classic XLs in the past, 2005 and 2006 models. Our talk had turned into the Expediter of the Year Award. Hudson was nominated not by her fleet or any of her direct associates, but a fellow trucker, Melody Paris, after a chance encounter on the road. She actually came up to me and, and was talking to me about it, and she put me in. Uh, Melody Paris is, is her name, nominated by Melody Paris. She, she just came up to my truck at a PA. We got talking, had a couple cups of coffee together, and we right. just get gagged back and forth. And she asked me if you know if I ever been with Wit Award, and I said, yeah, actually I won the truck show in '16 yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she just put me in, asked okay. a few questions, and that was it. And I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was just my way I am. Um, I try to I stay on a very humble side of myself. Sure. I don't try to play big shot yeah. or anything like that. Um, and I don't try to stand out. So how um, you're in trucking now? Like what for 14 years now? So you've made a you've really made a, you made a long career out of this at this point. What's been the biggest upside for you in all of it? Well, it's helping people out. Nobody would have any of this. Just everything you see in here came on the truck. Floors, clothes, food, all the food supplies, the kitchen stuff back there. AD hauls them too. Right. I've, I've delivered to these things. Sure. And it's just, you know. For you personally, why'd you stick with it for that long? It's got to be something. Uh... I just like Great going by. <laughs> well put. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, no, it just it it's a good way of getting out and your mystery workout too. It's just, sure, sure, this yeah. is this is all the Lord doing this for me, not me by myself. There's no sure. way all this come across without God in the ball. Now, you are, are you involved in a formal ministry, or is this more of a... No, I am, and I belong to the St. Peter's Lutheran Church okay. in Richmond. Now, I was with Colonial Woods for a long time, and I went back to my Lutheran church. Okay. Um, 
my CB is Christian Broadcasting. You know, okay. What better way to get the word out, right? Um, plus, you know, I, somebody needs help out on the road, you can help. Right. You got a lot of homeless people out here. I feed them. Yeah. Um, clothe them if they have to. If they need something, you know, if they got a girl with them or something, she needs something, I got yeah. something, I'm going to give it to them. It can happen to me. Yeah. I can go down to nothing right now, real quick, within days. Right. Uh, I own my home and, and everything, but there's no guarantee I'm going to keep it. I, I could lose it too. Yeah. They had everything. Finally, I asked Hudson the converse of that question about what was the most beneficial aspect of trucking for her. Namely, what would she change about it today if she could? Her message centers on bolstering training and the basic and increasingly complex skills for young drivers. It starts focused on the equipment itself. Get rid of the automatics, loosen up the choke collar because it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter out here. Um, get rid of all the, the skirting, the fenders, the, the plastic stuff hanging off the back doors, the silly whatever they got in between the drives. Trucks don't need all this garbage. And what would be the result? I mean, what would be the benefit of that? Make today's young drivers learn really how to drive a truck the way a truck should be driven, not drive it like it's a car. You've got my truck's almost eight, well, pretty much at 80 feet long. There's a lot of drivers out there that get their tractor out there, turn, and all of a sudden they're running their trailer over a hood of another truck. It's a and, long way around that corner. <laughs> and all the accoutrements that uh, people are putting on trucks and, and automatic transmissions are yeah, sort of disconnecting you from it's the reality all the sense all the all the sensors and yeah. all the buzzers and stuff that God put brains in humans make them use them use your head use common sense and drive the truck right <laughs> small fleet owner Eric Escobar has six cargo vans four teams and two solo haulers and his own straight team-run Class 8 truck running expedited freight under the Premium Transportation Logistics Authority. I sat down with him in a sort of calm before a huge thunderstorm that hit Lexington as the Expo's first day let out. A downer, no doubt, for groups of owner-ops setting up grills and the like out in the lot. Escobar spent more than two decades in the U.S. Army, as you'll hear, before earning a CDL almost a decade ago. Started in 2010. Okay. Uh, Got my CDL at a uh, in, in D1 truck driving school, yeah, out of Springfield, Missouri. Okay, or Stratford, Missouri. Same, pretty much the same place. You from that area? No, no. I, was, I was at the time. I, I just retired out of the army. Okay, uh, I moved up uh, to Missouri. Um, a few months after that, and about a month later, I went to truck driving school. Okay, and I, I was like, I'm too young to. to to retire and consider it as a retirement right and here you know it's like I, I want to travel the country I want to get paid for it uh, and I've always had a childhood dream of, of driving a tractor Good. so I was like well there's something I could do and I did that from 2010 got out of it uh, well when I was driving a tractor, I, I was a trainer. I trained student drivers that came out of the truck driving school. 
I got to um, go out and, and, and be a uh, try the team driving didn't yeah. really work in that little small tractors but my partner at the time when uh, we were teaming we were we got out of, got out of a tractor and you know it's like hey you know we should try this in a straight truck she got introduced to it from a couple of folks down in Laredo sitting around um, and she's like I don't know about it and maybe you need to call somebody so yeah. I called all these carriers I went through the expedite now magazine and nobody really knew um, who I was or, or anything about it um, so the carriers nobody answered my calls nobody answered uh, um, I'll uh, right. return my calls at that either right. and then finally I, I uh, one little lady who answered my call and told me a little bit about it and I was excited um, and from that point we, uh, we we hired on with her as an uh, independent contractor who was this? Uh, Susan Medlin Okay. Next, but I did. She she's been around the industry for oh my goodness, 20 years, 15, 20 years. She's a fleet owner uh, with uh, some trucks at one. Yes. She, one she's, she's a yeah, fleet owner. I think yes, still trucks over at PTL and or at Trial. Okay, so a couple, couple different places. Okay. Yeah, two places. Um, but she's a really nice lady. Um, so she. Um, she she mentored us in in, in a in an un, not such a normal fashion, um, but we, we learned a lot from her uh, to be fleet owners. And even though we weren't planning on being fleet owners, but we learned how the way she, her her style is to, mm-hmm. to run her straight trucks. Sure. So I adapted to uh, her her think way of thinking, uh, the way the industry should be, how fleet owners should be and act. So it's it's it was something where uh, we spent four years with her, and this is my fifth year in the industry. So okay. uh, you're still in a straight truck, yourself, right? Right. right. We what, were, what is it? It's a it's a 2016 Cascadia DD13. Okay. Uh, I'm drive box on it. It's got a, a, a I want to say 24, but some folks said 2022, but I, it's a little bit bigger than that. Okay. Um, we have uh, and we we are. Least on with uh, uh, expediter services, and the the folks there, you know, their their tribe before you buy uh, philosophy is very very good. Most folks, you know, uh, are afraid to to take that jump into uh, being an owner operator. Right. So um, they have kind of. Um I think it seems to me that they sort of specialize in, in, in at least trying to make the financing as simple and easy as possible, and right. they also have connection to other carriers, basically. It's a lot of carriers, to, and yeah. it's just, you know, so you're not dealing with, and they don't treat you as a, a, a contractor, yeah. or, or, you know, they treat you very well. In a professional manner, they treat. They, it sounds like they sort of treat you like like a like a business owner that mm-hmm. they're in partnership exactly. with. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we really enjoy um, how they treat us. Yeah. I mean, you know, you 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 can only get treated like that with with, with certain fleet owners, yeah. but they don't treat you. You know, it's not a fleet owner uh, type of partnership. I mean, even if you own your own truck, your own straight truck, or your own tractor. They're there, that, and they're still going to continue to help you grow. Okay. So you know, they're there. 
that the support is just tremendous. So yeah, you I mean, you don't have to go to them to get a truck. You can take a truck to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just kind of leads me down to uh, just the so just the, the question of what we talked about this morning. So you rather than um, sort of try to expand this business of yours with uh, similar equipment to what you drive, uh, you you decided to go the route of the, uh, the cargo vans, and I just was curious about that. I know my most of the overdrive readers are, uh, I mean, you know, there's a small percentage of them that are in expedite. Most of them are out there hauling on various types of truckload freight. Interest uh, is high. The interest is very high. Sprinter vans are kind of neat and cool. It's a lower cost, a lower uh, risk of of uh, uh, a lower risk to take because when you're when you're looking at well, the Sprinter van's fifty thousand, a straight truck is two hundred fifty thousand, a tractor could be one hundred and fifty thousand. So you know, do you want to put your world in a uh, straight truck, a house payment, a house note? Or do you want to test the waters out by giving uh, a van? Even with a van, people fail because they don't understand what they're doing. So I want to be the guy out here who's going to start from the bottom and work my way up. Uh, Of course, I I really, you know, I was looking uh, by this summer or even next to start on my straight truck. Okay. You know, I don't want to stay with just six vans. I want to go with some straight trucks and then work on maybe maybe with tractors but it's just a matter of overhead and maintenance costs and and and, and how i'm doing with straight trucks tell me about how you um so the i noticed that the cargo vans are running under uh, a premium transportation logistics it, your straight truck isn't it right mm-hmm. it, or it is mm-hmm. it very is, much is okay so all seven of us are, are still running with pto okay through Expedited services. Yeah. The straight truck. Yeah. yeah. But the straight vans, truck only. Okay. Yeah, the straight trucks only. I, th- I find the van stuff interesting. Though. What kind of rates uh, do are typical for vans? You know, like what? I'm saying average rate would be seventy cents a mile. Okay. And that's just kind of like the the ballpark, you know. Right. Like it's probably all over the place, right? Right. Uh, whereas, you know, with like a. I think of truckload freight. Like in today's market, you're probably talking like two, two twenty, two thirty, somewhere around in there. It all. I mean, it's a big difference because yeah. you're you're talking the max amount of pallets you can fit on a truckload compared to that of a, a yeah pilot. Yeah. Very Auto. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very big difference. Yeah. It's three skids to you know and weight yeah. has to do a lot with it too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many? You're operating under ten thousand pounds. Is that the idea? The vans, yes. the vans, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all your drivers are under ten. So no CDLs, no need to worry about hours of service. No need to worry. Hours of service. No, the vans, no. Uh, myself, yes. So you were in the U.S. Army. Army, yeah, for twenty-five years. What was your Various roles there. I'm sure you had plenty of. Them. Oh, they. Well, I was in the infantry, uh-huh. and I did some recruiting and some liaison work as well. Uh, but those are the three main things I did. 
Premium Transportation Logistics in their booth at the Expedite Expo had outfitted the box on a straight Western Star Class 8 with a sort of tribute to owner-operator and fleet owner Escobar. It was complete with a giant picture of him from his early Army days on the side. You can see it on my Channel 19 blog. Nobody's going to buy it because it's got that <laughs> guy on the side of it. Yeah, so it's got your name you, on the back. You need to uh, figure out a way to get that truck for you tell her when he wins tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like... It, it's it's a, it's a pretty blue truck, but from the my side as a driver, I would not want it. It's right. got a small sleeper. I would feel like I was in a. It's got a smaller one than yours, okay? Yes, and I got like a hundred inch sleeper with the the bulk custom truck sleeper. Yeah, I was spoiled. At this point in the conversation, Escobar introduced me to one of his van's employed haulers, Brooke Tate of Finley, Ohio. Someone he describes as a long-term expediter, not just uh, out to make a quick buck before moving on to other things. Escobar is also involved, to one degree or another, with the Wreaths Across America organization. He helps sponsor a booth for the local Wreaths chapter at the Expedite Expo that he describes his involvement with here. Okay. Tell me about um, your involvement with Wreaths. Wreaths um... Across America? Yeah. It was, you know, I was looking to uh, uh, sponsor a nonprofit organization for the... Uh, for the expo, okay, um, and and not this, you know, I've always been a, a charitable type of person. Okay. So when it comes to charity work, uh, I, I believe in it. That's where you know the back of the shirts is. Uh, uh, I, I, it's like you know, together we can make a difference, and uh, you know, faith, hope, and charity is. It's it's even the room keys have it too. So, are you staying here at the hotel? No. Yeah, the, uh, cool. the front side of hotel room keys at Lexington's or Hyatt Regency, attached to the convention center where the expo was held, shows, showed Escobar's Fudpucker Expedited Company's logo. On the back side, the, quote, together we can make a difference, unquote, slogan, followed by the, quote, faith, hope, and charity goals that Escobar mentioned. I want people to get back into the thought and what exactly, uh, you know, what we're doing here is not just showing up and having a good time and, and you know we're here to help help people become successful and, and the ones that are successful help them maintain that because people tend to lose focus in, in modern day uh, uh, society so well, Brooke how, how did you get involved with this uh, this company <laughs> Well, actually, I used to drive for uh, Bold Express. Okay. Um, I drove for them for nine months. Uh, a couple months, actually, before I made the decision to switch, it, it was kind of a decision because, you know, just different views on the company of Bolt. Um, I had seen Eric on one of the groups, and... I remember, I can't remember if you came at me or... We talked. We talked a lot and, you know, me driving, I was in a ProMaster there. Oh, okay. And, and he knew that I ran him at all. He would tease me, like, when you come to the drive I'm like, I'm not. I'm good, <laughs> you know? But 
Yeah, it's still a, got a van open. Yeah. I met a few other Fuddpucker expedited drivers out in the lot at Expedite Expo 2. Just after this calm conversation before the storm that hit the Lexington area that Friday. For more, see the August 10 post on the Channel 19 blog. And until next one, next time, stay safe out there.